let's get into it. All right, three, two, one. Of all things radio, what's going on, y'all? It's J-Bob. We are back at it with another special guest. We're out here in Austin, Texas. Now, my next special guest doesn't need an introduction, but you know I got to give him one. All right, he's been all over the country spreading his music and positivity and messages all across the globe. He has a new EP out right now called Serotonin. He also has amazing hits like Drew Barrymore and La La Land. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up. The one and only Mr. Bryce Vine. Wow. Thank you. Let's go. Love being nominated is an honor. <laughs> Dude, first things first, um, how's your day? Real good, man. Yeah, started off the day with a little workout, which rarely happens that I wake up on time where I actually get to do something before sound check, meet and greet, yeah. and the show. Mm-hmm. So today's a good day. Yeah, and now that you did some yoga, you kind of centered yourself, feeling, you feeling up for tonight's show? Sure, yeah. No, I feel great, man. Yeah, yeah. This is one of my favorite cities to play, honestly. Cause really? Actually, yeah, because it's like young and cool, and yeah. everyone's tattooed. Yeah. It just feels like Austin's the weird. first world, man. I love that. Yeah, the weirder the better. True that, true that. Feels like a bunch of kids at Hogwarts. <laughs> so, how's the tour been going so far? Long, yeah, but amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Like, you know, to be honest with you, to this day, like because I've been doing it for so long, I never know or I never have the mentality that people are gonna like show up. Okay. You know, like, because I'm still stuck in the mindset of like that kid playing in a backyard yeah. in a punk band, and like. If five people are there, I'm like terrified. Yeah. You know, I don't get terrified anymore, but I still have that thing where I'm like, I wonder if anyone's going to come see the show. <laughs> and then when there's thousands of people in there, I'm like, all right, it's time uh, to go. It's time. Now I'm feeling their energy and I'm ready. Yeah, to just, man. Yeah. yeah. And I want to give it all. You know, I want to like, there's no show where I want to feel like I have energy left at the end. Yeah. You, know? yeah, you want to give it completely Leave it all yeah. out there. Yeah. I, I agree, dude. And that's badass. I've seen, I've seen you once before. It was definitely a couple of years back during like carnival. Yeah. And amazing show. You know, I assume you're going to kill it again tonight. You always bring that, you know, 110 energy. Uh, I do want to talk to you about your most recent EP, Serotonin. Um, can you break down everything about it? What's it about? The meaning behind it and how long it kind of took you to produce it? Yeah. So, um, the, I, I mean, I, I haven't put out a project in a while, but like I knew it was time as soon as I heard someone, a fan told me they were like, your music is, is instant serotonin. And yeah. I was like, Oh yeah, that's it. And we immediately started thinking like, what brought us serotonin before we were here mm-hmm. all the time? <laughs> you know, just here or here or here. And we realized like we used to daydream a lot when we were kids. Yep. You know, I say we, me and my creative director, who's obviously watching right here, but, uh, um, that was like a big part of childhood, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. coming up with stuff, being innovated, innovative, even in stupid little ways. And that and, adrenaline rush you get from yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we kind of tried to bring that back, even with the visuals of this, just like what that feeling was like when you just get to put down your phone for an hour and like listen through an entire vinyl record or climb a tree or whatever the hell it is. Um, so it's very much nostalgic, which is why the first record on there is called Nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia is actually my favorite track off the re- off the EP. Let's go. Which the music video AI kind of developed and everything like that. Can you talk about that? Like, what sparked that idea? Um, honestly, it's cheaper. <laughs> it's a hundred percent cheaper, and it's cool the fact that we're able to do this stuff. I, every time I see this AI stuff, I a part of me is a little nervous because I go back to the movie The Matrix, mm-hmm. and I remember when Morpheus says, uh. The death of humanity started with the birth of AI. 
And I was like, whoa, now it's like, I mean, the cover of the EP is a dog that makes you feel really good. It's just like, Mm -hmm. you know, a dog on the front. That dog doesn't exist. That's a fake animal. Yeah. (laughs) But what really messes you up is why do you still feel great when you see it? Yeah. And I was like, okay, so now there's going to be photos and history. You know, people won't be able to reference Google images anymore at some point. We're not going to know what the hell is going on, but it's kind of fun to play with right now. Yeah. It's in its like infant stage. Dude, you know? incredible and insane. I recently saw an interview you did a couple of weeks back, maybe a month ago, where someone did an AI, the chat GPT, where you got to kind of interview yourself. Oh my gosh. Dude, what was that like? That yeah. was kind of creepy and crazy. Like, It's uncomfortable to hear yourself speak words you've never said. You know, yeah. you only hear that in your, in your, in a monologue usually, yeah. but it's like, it feels a little intimate. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird to do in front of a whole crowd. I highly suggest it. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was at an interview. That was on this tour, but nice. I've never heard that, but that's where it's gotten. To. Yeah, yeah. You can literally hear your own voice say things you never said. What's going to happen when people are using that as evidence? Dude. <laughs> oh my God. Receipts, bro. Receipts. Oh my God. Be crazy. I didn't say that. Well, we have here. <laughs> your voiceover or like, dude, yeah, that's how they're going to hack everything these days, man. It's- and you see, you see all the, like, uh, the memes and stuff where they're having like, like a love song between Drake and Elon Musk and oh, it yeah, sounds yeah. real. <laughs> even, even someone I saw someone did a Twitter breakdown recently where they were he was like yo I'm gonna make a Kanye song and he did he wrote lyrics as if he were Kanye and then he put Kanye's AI voiceover over it and man I'll tell you what it was almost a spitting image I was like dude I'm telling you man it's not gonna make art easier it's not sure. yeah I mean it's cool with certain things of like you, you said this earlier um, in that same interview where you were like, okay, if you want to send somebody a sample with the, if like, hey, I want to feature Coldplay or I want to do a sample with um, Halsey or something like that, you could send them a sample of right. them singing the hook and to see they get an idea of what that sounds like. And which is great. If you're a writer and you're writing for other people and you have an idea for Coldplay, Gorillas, whatever it is, and you're like, and want to put their voice on it so they can hear themselves. Yeah, it's literally the best tool on the planet. Yeah. If you're an artist, uh, it's a terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once but I'm rolling with it. Dude, once upon a time, you did an audition and were kind of going to the role of the TV thing with the whole Glee project. Yeah. Now, do you ever find yourself going back to like the TV and media per side, side of things or? I found out that I'm not great. Yeah. I kept getting told to like audition. I read some like little, you know, uh, what's it called? We're self tapes and okay, stuff like yeah. that. Unless I'm singing it, I can't remember dialogue. <laughs> Di- yeah. Like unless it's sung. So, you know, I'm trying, you know, just just to do it, yeah. just for fun. But it's it doesn't come natural like lyrics do. Like I can remember a song lyric that from a song I heard one time ten years ago. Yeah. If it's sung, yeah. it's just a melody song. But I cannot do that with dialogue, Dang, especially dude. since I didn't write it. Would you ever experiment with like short films or anything like that with any upcoming projects? Or of course, as long as it says Finn at the end. I always <laughs> wanted to be in a movie that just says Finn. That's the, the last cutscene. Yeah, you know. Insane. Wow, that made no sense. Yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, honestly, <laughs> films like that, the weird ones are like the coolest. So I don't know, bro. Sometimes we yeah. watched one last night called uh, Skinamarink. What the hell? Have you heard of it? <laughs> I think my, I think you're, my you're, you're cheering it on. You thought it was brilliant, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was brilliant. I thought it. I thought I was kind of watching somebody else's nightmare, but yeah. like happened over an hour and a half. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Definitely, it was a weird one. But that, that was one of those experimental films where critics love it, artsy guys love it. You know, the guys behind the camera. Yeah. 
maybe I, I just didn't uh, I didn't get it. And I it, thought I was an artsy guy. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd man. be like this. There's a there's a short film Chance the Rapper did a while back. It's called Mr. Happy on YouTube. It's just a video of him trying to like kill himself, kind of. But it's very trippy. Weird. It's like twenty minutes. It's it's a weird thing. It can be done right. Yeah. There's a uh, Lil Dicky did one where he's talking to his brain. He but he's singing and rapping oh, to yes. his brain the whole yeah. time. You seen that? Mm-hmm. That was crazy. Man. I'm like hats off for oh, sure. Boom. You get it. They get it. You know. So um, now that an EP is officially dropped, like you said, you haven't dropped a project in a while. Um, uh, is this going to lead to a potential new album, or is this we looking at just an EP for now? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, if it was just up to me, it would be uh, absolutely that'd be the case. But you know. Um, uh, I work with uh, a record label, mm-hmm. so who knows? Yeah, yeah, it's really, <laughs> they can put stuff on the back burner, and they can tell me it's green lit, red lit. They can't know. stop me from putting out music, but, no, yeah. but yeah. yeah, it's like uh, we'll have like an idea, and then we talk to people, and then they're like, okay, how about this? And we're like, oh, all right. Okay, you know? yeah, I, yeah. Guess, I guess we'll go in that direction. Yeah. But I'm putting out a new song that'll be added on to this serotonin project okay it's called uh the kids are not all right so it's a little bit darker of a version of all this serotonin dopamine Mm -hmm. kind of feel because i was thinking about all the things that give us dopamine once we get older Mm -hmm. almost like a one-up yeah um that might not necessarily be good for us in the long run i was i was diagnosed with depression and add by the time i was like 12 13 so i was medicated with ritalin and prozac at a real young age and I had to dial it back myself as I got older so that I could like get a personality back and like be happy. And that's kind of why I started writing songs. Cause I didn't really have anyone to like relate to that young mm-hmm. about those things. Yeah. But now I see it overprescribed all the time. Constantly. You know, all these Constantly. things. Like if you have an issue, there's a pill. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's always the way it should be. Yeah. I agree. 100%. There's yeah. definitely other Legal drug dealers. Yeah. And it's totally taking over by far to a dramatic extent which should be watched a little more closely I that's kind of what gold rush is about because i was on a beach in tulum i remember and i met this girl who had her back to the ocean she was just on whatever pharmaceutical drugs she can get because it's easy to get in mexico mm-hmm. and she was just on her phone with her back to this beautiful side of the ocean and i was like man something's wrong here you know not not i wasn't even trying to judge it was just seemed seemed off you know like some, part of that childhood Innocence was like lost mm-hmm. completely. You know? Just, just drugged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's sad to see, man. It's crazy the times we're living in, and but oh, I get it too because yeah, exactly. of the times we're living in. Yeah, like the entire planet went through a traumatic experience all at the same time with mm-hmm. COVID. That's gotta affect us. Yeah, and I've never seen more. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen more people traumatized without like really having anywhere to put that trauma, mm-hmm. except for maybe into ingesting something that helps it for a moment. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah, I've even imbibed. You definitely hear it in your music too. Talk about these issues and these problems and the daily things that people go through but don't normally speak about, which I just find overall beautiful and fucking fantastic. Well, that's those were all my favorite songs when I was growing up. You're like the artists that would kind of talk about something other than what you would expect. Like my favorite band is Third Eye Blind. Everyone's like, "What?" Shout out. They, uh, but they have songs about dealing with drug abuse that sound really happy like it sounds motivational you know getting through that and then they have songs about like a girl who went through domestic violence and how she you feel the sparks on her skin when when you're when you graze her it's like these are not easy subjects to talk about but they happen to people and like it would be nice for them to have something to listen to where they feel related to Mm -hmm. even in an 
or at least empathize with. Yeah, exactly. Because no one wants to feel alone, no. especially if they can resonate with a song, a melody, a hook, something to just bring them a little more down to earth. Instead of them trying to chase the dragon. And I didn't even realize I was doing it, man. Somebody else brought it up. It's like, you know, all your songs are very sad subject matter wise. <laughs> I was like, huh. not all of them, but yeah. a lot of them. Like even the loud luxury song is like, you like to drink and to smoke to take yeah. away the pain. It's like, it's not yeah. a happy thought, yeah. but you know, I think that's what makes it like a little more honest. Yeah. I hope. Hey, it'd be like that. I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe it strays from your New York roots. You yes, know? sir. Yes, sir. Someone being from New York and then moved to L.A. at, you know, a young age. What would you do you ever picture what life would be like if you would have stayed in New York? That's a good question. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm a son kid. You know, OK, so like, West Coast all day. Yeah. I've especially realized, like, I came into this tour thinking I was going to be like writing every day and mm -hmm. have like a schedule. <clears throat> you get to like four or six cold ass cities down mm -hmm. where there's no sunlight and you're just sitting on the bus. And I'm like, no, I don't feel like writing anything. Yeah. And I went to school in Boston, you know, and like, I remember it being really hard to write in that environment for me. So no, I, I have to be in the sunlight mm -hmm. to like, you know, Soak to, up bring the sun, that, baby. to bring that energy to the music. Yeah. 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 That's good to hear, man. So sidetrack, you know, how's the love life going? Everything going? What is it? Is the anything? Like life is great. Okay. Yeah. I like a lot of people, <laughs> you know? but, uh, no, I got out of a relationship maybe like eight months ago. That was, uh, turned out to be a lot more toxic than I thought. Uh, it would be. They always are. Yeah. They yeah. always are. I hear that. I mean, I do. I feel like it's so hard to date these days or even just figure whatever it is. That is going on well, now. Dude, there's so many distractions. I know. There's so many I distractions. Know. This right here. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, you can swipe left, swipe right all day long. DMs, you know? notifications. I mean. It never ends. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff to keep your interest, you know. But uh, nah, man, I'm, I'm single, but I'm happy with it. Like, this is probably the happiest I've been, like, single on my own, not having to call home, just, like, being on the road, just out yeah. there and the freedom to write what I want to write and mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, do you see something like a tour as more like straight up work work or is it like vacation in a sense? It's like vacation in a sense okay. until about that like four week point. OK. <laughs> where you're exhausted yeah. and you've sweat so much. You know, the show is an hour and a half. So yeah. and I put a lot of energy into it. And uh, and I like meeting fans ahead of time, you know, but that that takes a lot of energy just to talk to them and hear their stories and and all that. So it's just. It's the best part of the job for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I love being out on the stage. I love communicating with them. Yeah. Throwing people the mic, let them have a, their moment, you know. Um, but it, it, it gets exhausting, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine. I can imagine because it's rough, especially to be on the road and then constant shows and you're giving 110% energy every show. Got to. I mean, yeah. I mean, dude worldwide i intend to have people come back you yeah know? oh of course okay so, bro i'm back it's been years but i'm go. back you know oh, i'm here for this you appreciate know? it hey, it's 2023 we just dropped a project at the beginning of the year what's the rest of the year looking like after the tour do we go right back out okay <laughs> right back out i play a lot of colleges okay um which is great but uh yeah they're all fly days so fly out one day next day's a show fly home do it again three days later you know, uh, and that's all the way through April. Then we have, uh, the kids are not all right coming out. Mm -hmm. And then I have like four more songs ready to go that I want to attach to the serotonin project. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just keep releasing music. Then we have shows through the summer. Nice. Do you have any upcoming collaborations that you could speak on? No. 
<laughs> okay. He's like, bro, there's a camera. I'm like, I can't, I can't say anything. Yeah, it's just you and me talking. Yeah, yeah, I got it. We'll talk more behind closed doors. It's all good. Um, Bryce, dude, thank you so much for dude, taking thanks. this time sitting down with me. Um, is there anything, last minute things you want to cover and let the people know about? Um, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, y'all. Rice Vine in the building. Of all things ready, y'all. My name is J-Vibes. Thank y'all so much. Make sure you stream the latest EP, Serotonin, out right now. Rice Vine is in the building. If he's in a city next to you, pull up to the show. Grab a ticket. It's going to be something you wish you attended. Until next time, we're out. Sheesh. Rice. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Cheers. <laughs>